0: about my housing bottom call. We will get into that in this video and talk about why I may have to admit that I called the bottom too soon. So let's jump into it. First and foremost, housing market updates. We are gonna start with the one and only Logan Matashima, Matashami, Matashami, I think I got it right that time. He was on CNBC this morning. He works at Housing Wire. He has been on this channel. So Logan, thank you for all you do. He's a great follow on Twitter. He just said, we had the lowest weekly new listings ever recorded. I want to say that again. Last week, we had the lowest new listing activity ever, ever recorded. Folks, that is meaningful because we are in the spring selling season. You have heard Lance Lambert on this channel, Fortune Editor, All Things Housing, talk about, hey, we got to wait. The spring selling season, inventory is coming. To which I have said, I don't think so, Lance. I think we have interest rate lock-in. I think the higher rates go, actually more inventory stays off the market. The move-up buyer is two transactions, sell one, buy one. It is a broken housing market. So again, folks, it is hard to believe, at least it is for me, that in the first real full week of the spring selling season, we set a weekly record. That includes a pandemic. That includes the great financial crisis. Think about, that includes December. That includes December. It's amazing to think about that last week set a record for fewest new listings. In a supply-demand equation, even if demand is falling, because you have heard me say affordability is at a near record low. Don't get it twisted. 1981 was worse, but we are near a record low. But yet, supply is not coming as you and I have talked about. In addition to that, Lance Lambert says new listings are down 15.2% year-on-year, down 2.6% this week. Lowest since June 17th. Again, inventory, available, active listings, whatever you want to call it, are down. 2.6%. That is in the face of dropping demand. Wild to think about. Wild to think about. So again, lowest on record from Logan. Let's talk about some housing predictions from MarketWatch. MarketWatch put out five housing predictions. We will go through them quickly because many of these you have heard me talk about. Number one, mortgage rates. This is a wild card. Mortgage rates, according to their uh, expert, Nadia, Evangola, hopefully I'm close, National Association of Realtors Senior economist. she believes that rates will head below 6% in the second half of this year. So think July 1st and on. I agree with this. You know one of my 12 uh, predictions for the year was interest rates would average below six. And if that happens, think about this. What did we learn in February? What did you and I learn in February? Rates ticked down ever so quickly to 5.99. What did you and I hear over and over and over again? Demand picked up. Supply didn't, demand did. Remember, supply-demand. The, the housing market is utterly broken. And if we do get rates below 6% in the second half, it will be very obvious. The low-end, the first-time home buyer, affordable, whatever you want to call it, will have a lot more demand and no supply. Prediction number two, prices will remain relatively stable in most cities. This is according to Aaron Kernman. Major cities will see some cuts like Austin, Phoenix, Vegas, all the real bubbly markets. But when you look at the nation, prices will be flat to slightly up. They're talking two or 3%. You have heard me say endlessly that I'm plus or minus 1%. Prediction number three, More people will look to buy. This is really about folks aging into prime buying years, right? 33, 34 is the average first time home buyer. We have the millennial generation aging in into an environment. They're aging in which equals demand when no supply when no supply of entry-level homes. It is going to be a problem. And frankly, part of my call the reason the market will be flat. We all have pain in luxury, but the first time homebuyer homes will just, there's none there. And if demand goes up 10% but supply is falling, this, this could be a problem. Prediction number four, housing inventory will remain an issue. Folks, this is one of the things I'm happy that we talk about on this channel and we have receipts from six, nine, 12 months ago. The housing inventory is going to be a problem, and it will lead to my talk about 1978 in a minute. I think my call of the housing bottom might be wrong. And now specifically, just to get it out of the way, this is my housing bottom of four million transactions. We will get to that in a a further bullet point. What they are saying is homeowners are staying in their houses longer. No kidding. It makes financial sense. These folks, are geniuses to stay in their home they got a three percent mortgage why would they move it's going to take multiple life events historically speaking the data says you stay in a loan about eight years my guess is once we get through this through this decade you will see that go up because you're now seeing more and more articles about people saying i'm not moving you're going to have to kill me to make me sell my home it's just it's not coming this 30-year money below the cost of capital to the federal government is an asset. And then finally, buyers, international buyers are going to come back. This is something I have not thought about. International buyers essentially have been frozen out of the U.S. housing market. Think Miami, New York, right? All the luxury stuff. What they're saying is now that more and more of the world is getting out of this pandemic nonsense, they are going to start buying second homes. They are gonna move their capital out of their country into U.S. real estate. So there will be some luxury and maybe ultra-luxury properties traded that will be second homeowners from around the world. I have not thought about it, but I think it's an interesting prediction. Talk about Hell Week, it's very interesting. This week's gonna be very interesting on stocks. Um, We have a jobs number on Friday expectations are 200, remember last month, 578,000, a big beat. Let's talk about January's big beat on the jobs number. Remember, I think expectations were like 150 and we came in at 578 and the market went nuts. This is when I was on my cruise. I have come to realize that that number, I've always felt that number was off, right? Just, yeah something's kind of weird. So I've done some digging, lots of reading on it. Apparently the largest reason for the surprise was a seasonal adjustment. Yes folks, a one-time seasonal adjustment accounts for the majority, not all of it, but the majority of the massive beat. What does that mean? So, in January, this is this is comical or sad maybe both. So in January, the seasonal numbers say that we average 3 million layoffs, right? Coming out of Christmas, seasonal work, there's about 3 million people that lose their job in January. Okay. That's historical, right? I don't know over how long, but I'm sure it's decades. Now we come into this January, the one that just finished, right? Two months ago now, or six weeks ago and we only lose, I'm gonna round the numbers, 2.5 million jobs, okay? Seasonally, we're supposed to lose 3 million. We only lose 2.5. Bingo, bango! Seasonally adjusted, half a million. Now, I'm using round numbers because it's just easier, but a lot of the big beat was a better than expected seasonal adjustment. My hope is on this Friday, we get some adjustments to that. My hope is January gets brought down some. It won't go to where it should be, but hopefully it comes down. And February is soft. I will stand by my call of 307 just because I like to be consistent. If you want to play this game and maybe get a Nailed It t-shirt, feel free to guess the Friday jobs number. And if anyone's right, we can verify it. The first one, you'll get a Nailed It t-shirt sent to you. In addition to this week, we also get some housing data on Wednesday. We get an ADP report. In fact, the ADP report on Wednesday is our first look back at February. It came in hot last month as well. Much more narrow, right? I think expectations were 110 and it came in at like 187. So within a reasonable level, but it also came in hot. And also wages in the ADP report were hot. And then on Thursday, we get the weekly unemployment claims which no matter how much you cut it, are trending below where the Fed wants them. I think last week expectations were 192. It came in at 190. We have been below 200,000. It's just, it's not there, folks. It's the, this, this, you know, the Fed needs us to go to 300, three and a quarter, and we are going the other direction. And of course, from Friday, we get the um, big number, the jobs number, and the unemployment rate. Unemployment rate today sitting at a 50 eight-year low at 3.4%. It'll be very interesting to see where it goes. All right, folks, let's talk about 1978, and I'm gonna ask you a question. Some of you saw me talk about this yesterday with Millennial Mike, so if you saw that video, you already know the answer. But on my channel, the most watched daily video is this one, so I'm gonna ask the question again. In 1978, we sold 4.8 million homes. I'm gonna use round numbers again. We sold 800,000 new homes, and we sold 4 million existing homes in 1978. Now, if you go back and look at the 50-year spreadsheet, or now the 53-year spreadsheet, you know that in 1979, we start raising rates, ultimately getting Paul Volkert in 1981, housing get record unaffordability on in 1981, and as you've seen me talk about endlessly, housing transactions crashed. My question to you, and please participate with me, the more comments you leave, the more times this video will be shown to others. So if you wanna help this channel grow, please, please, please leave a comment below with your guess. So the question is, how many years, and if you wanna put a year down, please do, how many years did it take the U.S. housing market to get back to the 1978 peak. So again, 1978, we sell 4.8 million. We start raising rates. Transactions crash like you and I have talked about. How many years later did we get back to 4.8 million? Please leave a year or a number of years below in the comments, it will help the channel grow. Feel free to guess and please, if you watched yesterday's video, Don't cheat, but let's see what people think. I will give you my logic because this was very eye-opening to me. First thing I thought about, because again, I've been calling the housing bottom at four million transactions. So I went back and looked at this spreadsheet, which again, I give away for free and was shocked. Shocked. Again, all of you have access to this, I give it away. The first thing I was shocked by is how many years it took us to get to the bottom. We were at 4.8 million transactions in 1978. We did not bottom until 1982. In 1982, we did 2.4 million transactions or 50% drop. Think about that. I call the bottom after a year where if I was more open to the idea, I would realize, you know what, Zuber, it might take longer. Now, I don't think it will take four years because one of the things that happened between 78 and 81 is uh, between Burns, Arthur Burns and Paul Volcker is we had rates go up, rates came down, rates went up, right, that's the shark tooth. My belief is that Powell is going to kill the Fed put so he's gonna stay higher for longer, at least that's, that is my hope. So, the first thing you learn when you look at the spreadsheet is the bottom is farther out than I expected. So maybe 4 million is not the bottom. Maybe I'm just flat out wrong. I was early, I was eager. This this data is pushing me to be intellectually honest and admit that I might be early on my 4 million call. Second and most shocking. Most shocking When I asked myself this question before I looked at the data, I was thinking eight years on the outside, right? I was thinking by 1986, we would be back at 4.8 million. Because again, remember, the US economy is growing. We at, the population is probably up 25 million between 78 and 86, probably. I haven't looked, but that's just, it's, it's certainly up 20 million. So population going up 20 million, rates generally coming down by 86. I'm like, hey, we've got to be back at 4.8 million. The answer, folks, is I was off by a decade. A decade. A decade. We did not get back to 4.8 million total transactions until 1996. That is 18 years. So if you were in the mortgage business, you were in the real estate business. I hope we don't have to wait 18 years to get back to six and a half million or 6.6 million, but it's not going to be 2025. One thing I'm willing to admit right now is you have heard me call 2025, the time when I think we get back to 6.6 million. I think that is way too early, way too early. That, that first call of mine I think is way too early we probably don't get back to 6.6 million transactions for six, seven, eight years. And that assumes, that assumes that Paul, or Paul Volcker, Jerome Powell does what he says he's gonna do, stays higher for longer, and he breaks inflation. So again, I think the housing market specifically when you look at transactions is in for some more pain and longer. So, what does this mean to you and I as investors? As investors, well, it means the market is going to be slower. It means doing the work, understanding average and creating great deals, you have more time. I am actually encouraged as an investor because with less transactions, it means my ability to find unique opportunities, aka pain go up. It also means you have to be re- very focused on your buy box. I would not be flipping luxury homes. Just no dice. That market is going to see inventory, days on market, price drops. Luxury is in trouble. But again, what are we not building? We are not building first-time homes. We don't. They, they're not there. The move-up buyer is not selling. So if you work and you find a distressed or fixer, you have opportunity. It's just where we are. And if you're a first time home buyer, it's just tough. And oh, by the way, if one of the market watch predictions happen and we go below 6%, it probably gets tougher. I don't enjoy saying that, but mathematically speaking, it certainly seems this way. So again, folks, I give this spreadsheet away I list all the data sources, you do you, check it out. It's in my free course. There's a link below, go nuts. I didn't know where else to put it, Uh, so go get it. So yeah, 1996 is the answer, 18 years. That is shocking, at least it is to me. So the other thing I got with housing data, thanks to the one and only Ryan Lundquist. Ryan Lundquist is an appraiser in Sacramento, California. He has a great Twitter follow which I follow, it is at SAC appraiser. If you follow him on Twitter, send him a note saying you came from one rental at a time just to give him some encouragement. This is an example of why I am so adamant staying below the median. Please listen to this, this is very important. I want you to look in your buy box. So round numbers, round numbers. Sacramento's median home is 500 grand. Just round numbers. Did you know that as of today, or I guess as of Saturday, the inventory below 500 grand is one month of supply? One, uno, one. Inventory above 500 grand, three and a half months. What have I been telling you about move up in luxury? Dead. Where's all the activity? Below the median. So that's just one example. Ryan put out some great charts. Go look at it. Look at the charts. Please take those charts or the idea and look at your buy box. How about pending compared to active? Pending compared to active. Here we go. In Sacramento, again, using a round number of 500 grand, in Sacramento today, the amount of pendings below 500 grand exceed new listings, or or, I'm sorry, exceeds active listings. Think about that. There are more pending homes below 500 grand than there are active listings. That is a sign of how hot that part of the market is. Now, given the lead in and all the talk that I have here, It might be obvious, but let's state the obvious. Above 500 grand, there are a lot more active listings than pending. Welcome to the broken housing market. This is likely occurring across the country. I am frankly hearing about bidding wars. Bidding wars below the median. I am hearing about $100,000 price cuts In luxury homes. There is not one housing market. There has never been one housing market. Even in your area or your MSA or your city, there is not one housing market. Today in the broken housing economy or broken housing market, it is very obvious. Below the median, most areas on fire. Above the median, slow to glacial. So again, do me a favor. Look at the numbers in your market. Other things that I saw today, it looks like Tesla is cutting its prices again. Is this a sign to spark demand? Is this competition? What is going on? All of that. And then lastly, folks, bear with me. Please congratulate some people in the one rental at a time community. I want to read all the cards that I got while on vacation or on my trip. If you sent me a note that you closed a deal and I do not read your name here, Please forgive me. I missed it. I forgot. Total error. Please send me another note because I want to count each and every one of you. So Sarkees, congratulations for getting your first deal. Chad, congratulations for getting your first deal. Cindy, congratulations for getting your first deal. Kat and West, congratulations for getting your first deal. Mike congratulations for getting your next deal. Zachary, congratulations for getting your next deal. Joey, congratulations for getting your next deal. Kyle, congratulations for getting your next deal. And finally, Damon and Jessica, congrats on getting your next deal. Folks, if you don't know what these are, these are things that I use just to track my positive impact. These golden cards are your first deals. These black cards are your next deals. You can get one of these. You can get as many of these as you want. Just let me know. I will be sending out these cards that I just read today. If I missed you, it is nothing personal. I was just out and about. Internet was less than perfect. So there's a chance I missed several people. Please send me a note again. I'm back in town. I want to make sure we're counting all the goodness that we do here at One Rental at a Time. So take care of yourself, folks. Again, I want to say I was shocked I actually, look, we added 46 million people in the United States between 1978 and 1996. It is crazy to think about 18 years, the housing market, mortgage market, to get back to 1978 peaks. Crazy. All right, folks, take care. Have a great day. Like, subscribe, comment. Please interact with the channel. Let's get more and more people. We are marching to 50,000. As of this morning, we're at 43,660. Once we get to 50,000, we start planning a Vegas party. If you want to help us get there, like, subscribe, comment, tell your friends to join. Let's blow up the subscriber count. Take care. Bye bye.